This episode of Radio Techers is brought to you in part by Trip Surfer Vacations. Travel is opening up again, and we know you're ready to go. Trip Surfer Vacations has great all-inclusive packages for your next beach vacation and all the info you need to know about your next trip. So whether you're headed to the Cancun, Cozumel, Cabo, or the Caribbean, Trip Surfer Vacations has you guys covered. We even have partnerships for European adventures as well. So we know you're ready to go. Visit TripSurferVacations.com and let them know that Radio Techers sent you. Y'all have fun out there. And welcome to another episode of the Five Rounds Podcast, the only podcast out there with the cardio for those deep water championship rounds. I am Mags, and unfortunately, Carlos is a little bit uh, delayed today, so it looks like I'll be uh, recording uh, on my lonesome. Um, but um, I've just finished watching UFC Vegas 43, headlined by Misha Tate versus Ketlin Vieira. Uh, quickly just plough through these prelims. Uh, we started uh, with Luana Pinheiro picking up the decision and get used to that because we get a hell of a lot of decisions in this event. Um, very much kind of the the antithesis of last week's event where we only got one decision. I think in this whole card we only got one actual finish. So again, uh, Luana uh, Pinheiro picked up the decision against Sam Hughes in the women's strawweight division. Then we got uh, into the men's featherweight with Xia Yan uh, picking up the decision against Sean Soriano. Then we went to the flyweight division with Cordae Durden uh, picking up the decision against Queeling Aore. Um, interesting stuff about uh, Cordae Durden. He... Uh, he was interviewed in the in the post fight by uh, DC. Said some very kind of um, xenophobic comments, uh, talking about sending Queeling uh, back to China. Um, DC cut the interview short. Um, Fitzgerald on on the on the commentary uh, basically had to try and um, mask and kind of talk over what uh, what Cody Dernan has said. Um, he's he's took a lot of flack from the fans, took a lot of flack on Twitter from other fighters. Uh, he's come out and, and said um, it was because the fighter was disrespectful to him and he uh, he meant sending him, sending him home uh, with something to think about, uh, which is all well and good if that was the case, but it turns out that Cody's uh, got a, a long, long history of, of uh, some horrific statements on, on Twitter uh, racial, uh, homophobic. So yeah, uh, Cody Durden. Um, five rounds doesn't will not ever condone his kind of uh, talk towards uh, towards uh, their fellow man. It's absolutely horrific, and he certainly uh, needs to think about uh, his actions and then his words and the consequences that they have. Uh, but he's he's clearly not worth the time that I've spent on him. So I apologise for that. We'll get back into these results. So we went back to the women's strawweight division, and we got Lu- Lupita uh, Godinez um, picking up. The, the decision against Loma Luke Baum. 
Um, Rafa Garcia picked up the decision against Nathan Lever in the in the lightweight division, and then the feature prelim saw Pat Sabatina in the featherweight division picking up the decision against Tucker Lutz. So then, going on to the main card, we opened uh, with a bantamweight fight to uh, veterans of the game in uh, Rani Yaya taking on Kyuho Kang. Um, and yeah, this was a, a, a very interesting fight, two very different styles of fighting. Uh, Kang, obviously, really good on the feet and really good with his strikes. And Yaya, uh, always looking to, to go to ground. Uh, uses wrestling skills, uses uh, his his takedowns, and his grappling to to uh, win his fights to the majority, I suppose. Um, I think he he was he's tied with with Uriah Faber for the most uh, submission victories in the in the bantamweight division, uh, and another one would have uh, would have put him one clear. Uh, unfortunately, he wasn't able to get it, uh, but he did pick up the victory. By a um, by a unanimous decision, uh, first round he, he, it felt to me that he was uh, he was struggling to to cope with the power of of, of Yang. Um, Yang was able to to relatively easily stuff a lot of the takedowns that um, the um, Yaya tried for, uh, but he was landing the the big right hook. That right hook was landing a hell of a lot of the time. Uh, Yaya got a lot of. Uh, um, it got a lot of success, I suppose, with with the inside leg kicks and and trying for uh, some some nice combinations. They tried for a, a spinning back kick, which uh, ended up with him being uh, knocked off off um, off balance. He was actually sat down with a big right hand by um, by Kang, but Kang wasn't able to uh, to capitalize on it he wasn't willing to go to ground with with yaya knowing how well yaya fights on the floor uh so eventually he lets uh, yaya get up which ended up being a mistake um because coming into the into the second then yaya instantly takes the fight to the ground uh, and and he essentially controls that whole round on the floor um off off a lot of the time off his back uh with uh with uh Kang sprawled across him, but the the body uh, triangle was locked in place. Kang had no kind of uh, way out. Very rudimentary um, defense on the ground. He was turning into the the submissions a lot of the time. Uh, luckily for him, uh, in terms of the the finish, he his his uh, arm work was pretty good. He was he was able to kind of fend off uh, Yaya locking in a, a choke of, of any means. Uh, but that didn't stop him from taking some annoying shots to the head. Um, going in, so like I said, that round was pretty much all spent on the ground. Uh, going into into the second, Yaya uh, eventually starts. Uh, going into the third, apologies, Yaya eventually starts uh, landing some uh, combinations on the feet. Uh, lands a, a couple of big shots, but that proves to not be a clever move because uh, Kang is able to to rock him with a, another uh, series of strikes. Uh, he goes down to the floor, Kang follows him down, uh, but that was not a good move for, for Kang because Yaya quickly grabs his neck, uh, attempt for a guillotine, uh, does a death roll. Uh, eventually we get back to the feet, uh, but Yaya still won't let go of that choke. He's able to to uh, transition to to uh, Yaya's uh, to Kang's back, and then Kang uh, tries to roll out of it, uh, but Yaya is able to to stay in guard and 
essentially Yaya controls the fight for the rest of the uh, rest of the round uh, to to secure the the points on the on in that round and get the unanimous 29 28 all the way across the board great victory for Rani Yaya uh, a very tough opponent but he he seemed to find the the game plan to be able to to work his way out so in the next fight, we we get the only finish of the of the round, and unfortunately, it's for um, for Tala Santos against Joanne, formerly known as Calderwood. She's uh, she got married, um, but only lost the Calder of her, of her name. She's now goes by Joanne Wood. Uh, first of all, congratulations to her for for getting married. Uh, it was only a, a, a few weeks ago that she's 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 got married, and she. Uh, basically kept this fight going she still hasn't even been on a honeymoon yet uh, i think she was originally meant to have a, a different opponent uh, but they they fell out due to illness so tyler santos took the the fight on on uh, late notice a lot of uh, bad blood between these two tyler santos obviously coming into the ufc with a really good record um, I think she entered at 15 and all. She's currently, um, well, before this fight, she was three and one in the USC, but really making some some strides to to push for a, a title weight in the flower division. And um, Joanne uh, has always been kind of there or thereabouts in terms of uh, title matches. If you remember her last fight with uh, with Lauren Murphy. Uh, if she'd have won that fight, she would have essentially got the the fight against um, Shevchenko. But unfortunately, she didn't, and Lauren Murphy went on to to get that title fight. And it just seems that when it gets to these big matches, uh, Joanne maybe her nerve goes, uh, maybe she kind of loses focus. But yeah, she seems to struggle, and and in this fight, she really did struggle. She struggled with the reach of Santos. She struggled with the power of Santos. Um, the 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 shots that Santos were was landing with with the right hand were just absolutely gorgeous and um, pretty early in the fight uh, she lands a big shot that puts a uh, uh, Calderwood down uh, sits her sits her essentially down on the backside uh, with a shot she um, she takes some uh, ground and pound after that but she's able to kind of keep keep surviving gets back to her feet. Uh, Seconds later, she's dropped again. Uh, this time, uh, Santos is way more aggressive with the ground and pound. Um, again, Calderwood showing her bravery in her heart, not going, uh, not getting knocked out, but she does give up her back this time. Um, looking, uh, Santos looking for the the rear naked. Um, Calderwood is uh, doing her best to to fight it off. Uh, but but then when uh, Talia Santos gets those rear hooks in, um, she's able to to essentially force the the, the submission, uh, squeeze the 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 rear naked, and that's it. That's game over. We get the tap by um, Talia uh, by uh, Joanne and Talia Santos has picked up the the victory. Great victory for her. Uh, going in as one of, as a heavy heavy favourite. Um, even though she was, I think, four or five positions uh, underranked on on Joanne Wood, but we've certainly got someone who who could quite possibly be a contender in this division. I've just remembered we did actually open the the UFC event with uh, Hang versus Yaya. We actually opened it, uh, the main card with Davy Grant versus Adrian Yanez. So I'm actually going to uh, scoot back to my notes for this one. Um, but yeah, um, another decision 
uh, Adrian Yanez getting the, the split. Um, interesting fact, um, Yanez was easily um, the more active of the fighters, landing some uh, of, of the, the bigger shots um, the, to the point where he eventually ends up causing a cut over uh, David Grant's nose, which bleeds a, a hell of a lot. Uh, may, and maybe that influenced the, the, the judges a little bit uh, because there was a lot of blood loss from, from such a, uh, a very, very tiny cut. Um, but uh, Grant was was he was struggling to find his 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 form and his range. I suppose kept switching stances, which uh, is sometimes it's a, a sign that maybe you're not happy with your your, your game plan. Uh, but he was able to land some really nice uh, inside leg kicks uh, using the the front push kick to to keep Yanez uh, uh, at bay in the first round. Uh, but Yanez was was so quick and firing back at. Uh, with uh, with his jabs and his and his uh, straight punches that uh, sends um, David Grant uh, pedaling backwards to towards the the octagon uh, cage, um, he then gets hit with another big punch and how he how David Grant didn't get knocked down is beyond me. Uh, but he's able to uh, to uh, keep on his feet, uh, ending the round. Yanez uh, uh, clearly taking uh, the lead in that first round. Um, going into the second, Yanez came out to, to finish the fight, sensing that uh, the, the, this um, this match was there, right for the picking. Landed some big shots, uh, but then got fired back with uh, with uh, some great combinations by by David Grant. A couple of uh, punches followed up by a by a head kick. Um, Yanez tried to to focus on the the, the lead leg of Grant, um, but Grant uh, was really trying to start mixing up in this in this second round, landing a, a spinning back fist and then a knee. Uh, but the knee ended up to be his, his undoing because that that uh, meant that Yanez had the opportunity to catch it and take the fight to the ground. Um, and then we got um, a pork in the eye uh, with uh, with Yanez. Um, uh, it, essentially, it looked like um, David Grant's finger grazed over the closed eye, eyelid of, of Yanez. Um, the doctor comes in, uh, gets a, a wipe, fight continues, and we'll get more onto to eye pokes in, in a little while. Uh, but um, Yanez goes straight back for for the the, the leg kicks, and uh, Grant goes straight for the takedown, which is stuffed. Um, the the Yanis then started firing off just jab after jab after jab. Um, Grant he counters these with uh, some some big punch combinations. Uh, then he lands a really nice looking uh, looping right hand that looks like it was uh, almost like going for a, uh, a shot to the body, but ends up landing uh, essentially landing on on the side of the temple. Uh, he follows that up with a, a flying knee and some uh, some big combinations, uh, but uh, kind of like the the end of the first round. Um, but uh, with with the opposite fighter, Yanis is able to to eat those shots and and take them and and not get knocked down. Uh, so that meant going into the third round, especially for me, it was it was kind of all to play for. So Yanis starts his third round uh, with uh, chops to again to the to the lead leg. Um, 
ends up uh, landing some big uh, jabs to the nose, which just makes the nose absolutely explode. Um, Grant starts um, uh, throwing the the flying knee, uh, unable to uh, to quite make enough connection to to Wirre Yanez. Uh, getting to the to the last thirty seconds of the fight, they just start then throwing leather, um, landing big big shots, but nobody going down. Um, Grant does finally land another knee. Um, the the fight ends, and we go to the judges' scorecards. Uh, Adrian Yanez wins via split decision. Uh, but the interesting um, part of the 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 judges' scorecards is that. The two judges that went for Yanez gave it 29-28, which would make sense uh, with Yanez really dominating in the first round and then uh, probably edging it in more in the third. Uh, but one judge, um, Tony Weeks, gave all three rounds to, to David Grant, which is yeah, baffling, uh, baffling to me. Um, so... Um, Adrian Yanez picks up the the victory, a uh, great victory for him, and uh, he moves on. I think he's still unbeaten in his uh, UFC career, so uh, props to him. So let's get back on on track with the timeline. Uh, go to the the core main event. Um, this was in the welterweight division, watched by welterweight kingpin and arguably best welterweight in the world ever, um, Kamara Usman. Uh, and what a what a, for I mean just before we get to the fact what a, what a champion he is that he still comes to these really small uh, UFC events in in the the apex to uh, analyze and and uh, check out potential future opponents. You don't really see a lot of the the big name champions coming to these small events. So props to Kamara Usman for being such a workhorse and 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 such a. Um, a star in that division that he's he's always checking on who his next uh, challenger could be. Um, looking maybe uh, potentially at Michael Kezo who was going into this fight ranked fifth, I think. Um, obviously, with uh, with Usman essentially clearing out a lot of the 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 rest of the division, um, it's, it's his number of challenges are getting a little bit thin on the ground, perhaps. Um, but he he may need to uh, to change his focus onto somebody else because uh, Sean Brady um, absolutely dominated Michael Chiesa uh, at least for the first two rounds of of this fight. And I spoke uh, earlier in the the David Grant and uh, Randy Yaya fight about Arpokes. Um In this fight, Arpokes become a lot more prevalent, especially in in this first round. Um, within a few seconds. Uh, Michael Kayser uh, accidentally uh, rakes the eye of Sean, o- Sean Brady, um, calls it fairly, uh, says, uh, sorry, my bad, um, and we get a little bit of a stoppage. Herb Dean checks him over, and the the fight uh, starts again. Then, after another 30 seconds or so, Brady uh, lands a big right hand, and he gets poked in the eye again. Uh, this time, he, he screams out, like, what the fuck, dude? Uh, the doctor comes in, does the check over. We actually we get the benefit of a replay, and it's 
even though Chiesa is, should be in charge of his weapons, that's the that's the rule. You always uh, um, get warned by the, the the referee that you are in charge of your weapons and and you um, basically can get dock points if you if you're not willing to control them. But this was one of the weirdest air pokes uh, that that I've certainly seen in my time as an MA fighter. So essentially, what happened is. Um, Brady went to throw an overhand right. He caught the the wrist of of um, Michael Kayser, whose fist was was closed. But the shot on the wrist um, essentially made um, made Michael Kayser's uh, hand invol- involuntarily open. Uh, you could see uh, on the slow motion replay how he has zero control over his fingers. They're all uh, going in in so many different directions. Uh, and his his hand essentially uh, because of the forward momentum of of Kiesa's fist in the first place, who was looking to to punt his own jab, uh, the 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 fingers spread across the nose and the eyes of of, of Breda. Unfortunately, he ends up with a little cut um, over the underneath the eye. Um, but we we um, essentially uh, restart after a, a warning bar herb uh, about controlling uh, your 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 hands um and essentially uh Breda shoots straight in for the for the double leg doesn't want to uh, have much more to do with uh, Michael Chiesa and, and his fingers in this round um he picks Chiesa up uh, against the the octagon uh, uh Kesad, uh is able to drag him to the canvas uh Chiesa uh, gets back to his feet, and we see uh, we see him uh, basically ba- uh, shit talking against against Breda, uh, but Breda is able to to take him down again. Um, Kaiser gets back up. Um, we then see the end of the round. The 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 two separate, and uh, Sean Brady has a, a an interesting first round, getting put airport twice, and 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 then uh, essentially dominating with the with the grappling. Uh, second round. Again, um, Chiesa uh, is tries to land some big shots at the beginning, uh, but he's able to um, to avoid some of those shots from from Brady, especially the the the, the big left, uh, which is followed up by the right. Chiesa is able to avoid them, uh, lands a, a big overhand right of his own. Um, Brady goes for for the uh, inside and outside leg kicks. Before he shoots him for for the grapple, he's able to take the grapple to the fence. Uh, Brady then lifts up Kiesa and is able to slam him down again. Uh, gets uh, control of of Kiesa's back, uh, gets his hooks in. Um, not a lot of action or or worry in terms of uh, Kiesa getting submitted, but he certainly is controlled on the on the floor. Um, is pretty much unable to to get out of the of the the hooks with the with the legs uh, and spends the majority of the rest of the round uh basically fending off the the submission uh so another really good round for for Brady. we go to the corners and Kiesa's coaches essentially tell him that he needs to to empty the gas tank in this and he's already behind on the scorecards and he he needs a finish and Kiesa um, takes that that uh, coach's advice and and runs with it. He throws a huge left, follows it up with a, a combination. You could see that he he stuns Sean Brady. Um, 
he, he tries to follow up with, with more big shots, but Breda uh, very wisely shoots in for the, for the takedown. They go down and um, Chiesa uh, straight away gets straight back up, but Brady's got the fight up against the uh, up against the octagon and he's uh, pressing into Chiesa. Um, we then get a, a single leg bar by uh, Brady taking Chiesa down, which actually breaks a record for for Michael Chiesa for the most amount of takedowns he's he's given up in a fight. I think he ends up with five takedowns all all the way through. Um, um, Brady gets the back. Uh, Chiesa uh, attempts to sit up, but um, but um, Brady is able to just flatten him out, get the hooks in, uh, and goes for, to get the chalk and the finisher. But Michael Chiesa is is really good at, at defending with with the hands. Um, but that that gives Brady the opportunity to lock in a body triangle. Um, we we see that. Um, the blood and the sweat start make, playing a factor for Brady and he's not able to uh, to sink in the submission uh, with a very slippy opponent. And then we see Michael Kayser Tram use the cage to reverse the position, uh, which which works and is able to get um, Kayser back on his feet. Uh, he lands some big shots, a massive uppercut and a knee uh, into the chest. Um, which looked like from from one angle that it actually winded uh, Sean Brady, but uh, from the from the replay you can see that Sean Brady actually catches it and uses it to force uh, Kiesa up against the, the, the fence again. Uh, we see Kiesa throw Brady onto the floor, um, get into side control, uh, gets full mount and starts just laying into um, Sean Brady looking for the finish. Unfortunately for for Michael Kiesa, he just ran out of time uh, as uh, as Sean Brady was essentially just surviving. Um, but he he did enough work in those first two rounds to uh, to pick up the victory, and all three judges gave the. The, the result 29 28 to uh, Sean Brady, who, who's uh, now 15 and all in his MMA career, 5 and all here in the UFC. Uh, so, yeah, he'll be looking for uh, a big a big fight next. We see Daniel Cormier trying to tease him into calling somebody out, uh, but uh, Sean definitely not up for, up for uh, challenging anyone, basically saying to, to fighters, you want me, you come and get me. So and then next up, the main event, uh, Misha Tate on a on a comeback run in the UFC, uh, takes on Ketlin Vieira. Um, this this was uh, not a good fight for for Misha at all. I think she was incredibly uh, dominated. Still ended up going to decision, uh, but this was uh, a very very dominant performance by Ketlin Vieira uh, for um, for at least. Uh, four of the 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 rounds, I, I give her as a clear winner. The the first round she was quickly landing the, some big big shots. Um, that right hand of hers was was able to land time and time again. And it, uh, DC made an interesting uh, uh, point on commentary uh, going towards the end of the fight that she didn't realise just how much damage she was doing to to Misha Tate because those right hands uh, were landing all the time uh, big big shots but she didn't follow up uh, and in fact going towards the end of the first round she actually went for a takedown which uh which Misha Tate is able to 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 stuff um 
but yeah, she she didn't have the the confidence in the big shots that she was giving to to um, essentially keep that up. Uh, and she was she was landing a lot and making a, a lot, giving um, Misha Tate a lot of damage and a lot to think about. Um, Tate did land some big shots of her own, uh, landing uh, a good uh, one-two combination through the middle quite a few times. But uh, all the way through the the first, the second, and the third, this was uh, Vieira uh, really damaging uh, Misha Tate with uh, with that right jab. Uh, you could tell she was the, the much bigger, much uh, rangier fighter, and she had a way more power than Misha Tate. Um, when Misha did let her hands go, she she landed some some decent shots, but it was just not enough. The the numbers game by uh, Kelly Vieira was was uh, way too much for Misha Tate to handle. Um, again, um, going towards the end of the second round, uh, we we see the fight almost end on a on a takedown when Misha Tate actually this time she goes for for the the takedown, uh, which is stuffed, um, but in, it it didn't go to the ground a, a lot. To be fair, there was more uh, stuffing of takedowns than there were actual successful takedowns. This was a very much a, a standing and, and banging affair by by both fighters. Going into the third, and again, it was very much like the the first and the second. Um, we do get another eye poke. Uh, Caitlin Vieira accidentally uh, poked in the in in the eye uh, by Misha Tate. Again, um, accidental. Like I said, the doctor comes in, clears up her, her vision, uh, fight resumes, and Misha Tate uh, tries to uh, get the fight to the ground. Um, Vieira is able to stuff it. Misha Tate follows up with some uh, with some um, some uh, leg kicks, and which are then replied to by Vieira with some big jabs again, which was the the kind of the sign of the fact that um, the big jabs were the the damage makers for 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 Ketlin Vieira. Round four was arguably the the most successful round for for Misha Tate. She uh, lands uh, some big, big right hands, one that absolutely uh, sends Ketlin uh, uh, Vieira's head snapping back. Uh, but she she absolutely ate it. Um, very, very solid chin. Um, Tate uh, ends up shooting and uh, they both essentially bounce off the fence and Tate um, ends up with a hook in against the fence, tried to get the backpack on, uh, but uh, Ketlin was able to uh, turn it around and now um, essentially be face-to-face with Tate, Tate using her great grappling skills, very underrated grappling skills to uh, get double underhooks, um, slaps um, um Ketlin Vieira across the face a couple of times, um, but they, we eventually get a separation and Tate lands a, a big knee to the body. Uh, Ketlin uh, answers this with some uppercuts. Uh, you can see that the the fast pace of this this fight was was certainly affecting them going into this fourth round, uh, coming out of this fourth round. Um, but there was um, it was a very very good round for for Misha Tate, but it was very much too little too late, and she definitely needed uh, a finish going into into the last round. Um, the Ketlin Vieira was just the the much bigger, much stronger, much longer opponent. Um, 
going in in, uh, in the fifth, we see uh, essentially some uh, dirty boxing in in the pocket. Uh, Kettley Barry landing some bigger, bigger shots. Uh, we get a push kick by uh, Misha Tate. Um, then we see uh, a shot by Ketlin that explodes Misha Tate's nose, um, and we we see blood just pouring everywhere. Um, Ketlin follows these up with jabs. Uh, Misha Tate um, tries to to land a head kick. Uh, Ketlin Vieira misses on a few uh, of the of the jabs. Uh, we see a couple of body kicks. We see a little bit of grappling again. Uh, and as the horn sounds, we see a separation. Uh, Misha Tate, heart of gold, absolutely uh, put gave all of the effort that, that she could have done. Uh, but this was a huge, huge fight for for Ketlin Vieira. Uh, all three judges go the way of Ketlin Vieira. Uh, one judge uh, giving um, Misha Tate two rounds. But, uh, oh no, sorry, two judges giving Misha Tate uh, two rounds, uh, rounds three and four. Um I, I personally gave round three to to Ketlin, but I can understand why. Um, but um, uh, Johnny Chiro uh, Camillo gave uh, four rounds to one to Ketlin, scoring that fourth round uh, in in the favour of, of Misha Tate. But yeah, um, Ketlin goes on to to win, and perhaps we've got a, a, another challenger for for Amanda Nunes in 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 this fight so uh who's to say uh anyway there's no UFC next week uh finally got a week off and boy does uh do we need it here at five rounds but uh that doesn't mean to say you won't be getting any content there'll still be some uh some of the unique content that uh five rounds are unknown for when there is a lull in the in the ufc but we are back on the on the 5th of december where we have uh the fight night um which is headlined by rob font taking on jose aldo rob font hoping that that a winning that uh, match will will essentially push him towards a title match so uh, we'll see how that one goes but that's all from me today um, so you can follow me on twitter at podfathermags follow carlos at kirby underscore carlos uh, follow the show at five rounds pod on all the social medias uh, definitely follow and check out the rest of the content from the amazing networks we are so lucky to be a part of that's uh, the chair shot that's uh, Visionaries Global Media, and that's right here on Radio Techers. Thank you all for listening, and that is the end. <laughs>